0: Si tienes ciertas afecciones crónicas como Enfermedad cardíaca Asma Diabetes Y tienes 19 años o más 52 36 42 Puedes estar en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía nomocósica? Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico acerca de vacunarte con Prevnar 20. Vacuna conjugada antinomocósica 20 valente vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones contra 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. El efecto secundario más reportado fue dolor en el área de la inyección. Para más efectos secundarios comunes e información completa de prescripción, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20 en Español.com. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar20.
2: so as we're getting ready for the biggest Sunday in sports DraftKings Sportsbook the official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 57 has all the Super Bowl action you need new customers can bet just $5 and get 200 in free bets instantly plus all customers can get in on the Super Bowl 57 excitement with DraftKings Happy Hour Super Boosts check the DraftKings Sportsbook app every day between 6pm to 9pm Eastern Standard Time to see what prop bet will be boosted. so we'll be giving our pick next week but once you get your pick and once we uh, you know, we give out like, who we like, and if you want to follow us, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code K100. New customers can bet $5 on Super Bowl 57 to get 200 free bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code K100. That's K100. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. Void in Ohio. Sorry, Ohio. Can't do this. And uh, see the show notes for details.
3: Get your bets in for football and DraftKings. Boom.
2: So the next one is from John Kame- Kamepa, and the subject is F-A-G-G-O-T, and they put in the quotation marks, right? So I think it was maybe three weeks ago that the Great Muta versus Shinsuke Nakamura happened, and in the, in the post-match interview, Muta referred to Nakamura with homophobic terms. I'm not saying that I want him to be canceled or him to get in any trouble because to me it seemed like he was just goofing around, busting some beans, etc. My question is, though... Where was the IWC outrage? On Raw 30, the women were only in two segments, which in the eyes of the IWC, means the WWE thinks that all women should be raped, groped, underpaid, <laughs> and used and abused. Yet Muda flat out, Muda flat out uses yeah. the number one homophobic term, and no one seemed to care. What do you guys think about what Muda said? Oh, yeah, Conan, it seems like people have taken your advice about Billy Body. You always say if you don't like it, don't watch it. Well, we don't like him, so no one watches his interview show. Yuji can hide Billy's name all he wants, but we're not watching. So, okay, well, don't watch. So, it's, like, it's funny, like, these people, I guarantee these people watch, too. Because why would you sit there and, like, make a, make a point to say, like, they, they talk about Billy a lot, don't they? And the, the Muda stuff, it's like, who? If you're following
3: <laughs> somebody, you're a stan. That's all right. there is to it.
2: Yeah. Uh, what do you think about Muda? I guess he's a home. I don't corner. know what or, the okay. fuck he's
3: talking about. Did he actually use that word, or did he say it in Japanese?
2: I mean, who cares? Japanese.
3: Honestly, it doesn't bother me, bro.
2: Me neither, of course. That's why it didn't bother a lot of people. And this guy's worried, wondering why it didn't bother people. Well, who gives a fuck?
3: Right. And then some other, <laughs> Then he said something which I did not understand, that because the women weren't more on WWE, that... that he was
2: surprised that, he... that there was more, not more outrage.
3: Okay, because he said maybe, something about groped, raped, or some right. bullshit. Maybe he... Like, maybe,
2: yeah, he's, he's the thing. he says, uh, on Raw 30, the women were only in two segments... Which, in the eyes of the IWC, means that WWE thinks the woman should all be raped, groped, underpaid, and used and abused. I mean, he's got, yeah. bro, I think this guy was more upset about the stuff than, than anybody else. It right. sounds like you know. Uh, next one well, here's, uh, here's here's and the Bellas.
4: Nothing. Here's what happened. It was a it was a post match comment. Muda said he's good. Shinsuke good, but maybe he's queer. Muda seems to go even further with his assessment, saying maybe he's a uh, you know maybe bye bye Shinsuke no more. So he did – I guess he said it in English. And
3: who All cares? Big deal. Yeah.
4: Yeah, right. Next is from Mr. I Am Tremendous. It's
2: spelled I, letter I, the letter M, in Tremendous. Um, and Tremendous. Sub, the subject is plan B. Conan, when you were putting together the podcast, was there a plan B for a co-host and Mr. Inferno didn't want to be or couldn't be the co-host? Mr. Inferno is the best co-host in wrestling podcasting. Well, second best, no one can touch Joe Feeney or the, on the Raven effect. Oh, Not that's theme. very nice.
4: <laughs> Thank you, I am tremendous. F
2: Mary Kill Conan's producer's edition. Alice Radley MSLKG. Uh, we're not doing that. I don't do F, F, F Mary Kill with. Uh... Remember Alice Radley Conan? Yeah, of course I do. That's, didn't you have an issue with her? Yep. Um, it, all right. So next,
4: uh, I'd marry MSL.
2: By the way, I I don't consider myself the co-host here. By the way, I think that I'm I'm the host, <laughs> and Joe and uh, Joe and Conan are my co host Next one's from Yumi Matsumoto. Matsumoto, and the subject is Gunther and Cardio Beasts. Hey, K100, to see Gunther, to me, Gunther was most definitely the MVP of the Royal Rumble. But yeah. the thing that impressed me the most was his cardio, especially for a big guy. To perform at such a high level while getting chopped, suplexed, stomped, remembering spots, and while barely breathing hard. I mean, the guy's a machine. My question is, do you see him as WWE World Champion someday? Also, what type of cardio and even mental training do you wrestlers do to prepare yourselves for long, grueling matches like that? I've seen guys who have six-pack abs vomiting after 10 minutes of kickboxing and MMA training. I'm sure you've seen the same in your world of pro wrestling. You know the in shape, out of shape guys with no wind and mental toughness. Uh, take care of that some, um, I do hit training, which is called high intensity cardio, to prepare for wrestling, which is like, uh, um, what do you call it? interval training? Basically, go hard for a minute, soft for a minute, hard for a minute, soft. You know, back that—that's the best way to train for cardio. But Gunther absolutely could be a world champion some days. Work is excellent. He's got a good character, but he does need to learn. To slow down and work the crowd more in the middle of matches, uh, because he does he he kind of has a, a, a this, this a good pace, but he could slow down and work the crowd more, you know, do his like poses and stuff and things. So, but that that's the only thing I would say about him. Well, but do you got any comment on? To here? me, the
3: best wrestling conditioning is wrestling. There's nothing that to me that would get you ready for that besides wrestling, like going to the ring, chain wrestle, hit the ropes, um, simulate a match, but. Uh, I used to play basketball for like two hours and um, or swim, and that would get me ready. Uh, and what was the other question? Oh, about Gunther. Yeah, I thought he was great. Everything from the face-off with Brock Lesnar to everything. He was great. He was the MVP of that match.
2: Next one's from Josh Doan. In the sub, sub, I, but there were a couple other MVPs in the match. I thought Dominic was excellent in the in yeah, Rumble. For sure. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, next is from Josh Doan. The subject is the executives who banned the Briscoes and then banned the tribute show. Do you guys think we'll ever know who were the executives that originally banned the Briscoes from TNT, TBS, and who was the uh, idiot that banned Jay Briscoe tribute show, show the day after he passed? It's obvious some melters of the world know who did it but won't say because it would hurt Tony Khan. These faceless people should be named, just like when the Sheets had no problem mentioning USA Network executives like Bonnie Hammer censoring WWF stuff, or Time Warner executives like Jamie Kellner, or many, many others doing the same thing. Um, it's a reasonable question, like, the the story is out there, but who would, who would have, who were the people that that told them that they can't be on the show? That's a question. I'd like to know, you know, people kind of like know the answer to basically get the, the validity of the actual story. You know, what
3: I'm you sure think? it'll come out one day, you know,
2: yeah, hopefully and if it doesn't come out, then I would question, I would question it as a dubious report, you know, um, next is from Anthony hunt. The subject is dusty Rose question. K 100 crew. Greetings guys. Hope all is well. The question was asked to Cornette. So I'll pose it to you guys. If Dusty Rose won the WWF title, how much would it change wrestling? Do you think uh, they wouldn't have put the belt on Backlund? Just wonder how it would impact the business and series. from Anthony Hunt. Um, Dust, if he, yeah, Dusty never won the WWF title. I don't know. I don't know how Dusty would have gotten over WWF. There's was a different, you know, when back then, until he went to Superstar Graham. Uh, you know, back then the the their champion was kind of like a shooter. You know, Bruno came across a shooter. Backlund was kind of like a shooter. You know, I, I don't know how Dusty would have gotten over. I mean, Dusty was like an yeah, – I don't know. It's, it's a hard question to answer. What do you think?
3: I don't know. I w- um, yeah, that's a hard you're, – you're right. That's very hard. But, but he was charismatic. He could talk. And he got that polka dot gimmick over dancing with the mm, Black sapphire. sapphire. <laughs> I mean, he just, just, he just had it. You know what I'm saying? It was a shame that they put him in polka dots because, you know, I grew up with Dusty Rhodes and probably so did you. You know, in Georgia and in Florida, we just kick ass, good old boy. You know, just he was great, bro. He was like when I was growing up in Miami, like Dusty Rhodes was the man. Yeah. And in the late 70s, he
4: popped in there a couple of times. I think he actually wrestled Billy Graham for the title. Yeah. The, you know, but he was he was he was never a, 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 a WWF regular back then, though.
2: Um, next is from Great Greatness. And the subject is done. What's up, guys? I just finished watching Rumble 2023, and holy shit, what a great event that was. I have to ask you guys this, though. Your boy Cross has not been booked well at all lately. His match with Mysterio was the best he's had since he joined WWE, but he did a clean job to him. Then the next night at the Rumble, he was just a random guy. He went out early. I really like Cross, and personally, he would be the type of guy that would be pushing into a match with someone like Bray Wyatt or Gunther for WrestleMania 39. But based on his booking, do you think it's fair to assume that WWE just doesn't, simply just does not see him as a top guy? Is WWE burying him? By the way, the best part of the Rumble is when The Rock returned to set up his feud with Reigns. Oh, wait, that didn't happen. That was just one of the dozens of BS stories made up by Billy Body. Dump him soon. Um, well, we know the story of why The Rock is not there. That's because of the Vince McMahon stuff. So uh, I'll say this. I, I talked across. Um, uh, I guess I guess Raven Mysterio got knocked silly in his match that they had, which is why he wasn't at the Rumble. Hmm. So... Um, uh, But nothing that Kevin did. So, like, he didn't get hurt by Kevin. I thought the match was fine. And like, I told you know, here's the one thing Cross does. He's not wrestling every week. And when he does have a match, they're at least giving him, like, two, three weeks' worth of interviews to build the things up, you know, which is all you really want. You don't want to wrestle a flat match, just, like, go out there and, like – so he's getting promo time for for every match he's doing, which is more than you can say for a lot of the wrestlers there, you know? But but he does as well, so I I think he's he's doing fine right now. He's just not figured into their major plans right now.
4: But he got he got spotlighted for a couple of minutes in the rumble. He came in and did a bunch of suplexes, but it the
2: I'm
4: just was, the re- was, reason I'm saying that is because I would have liked to have seen him come in and be that guy that threw out eight to ten guys, you know. But yeah, that well, who are the
2: eight to ten guys you're going to sacrifice?
4: That's what I'm saying. There was it wasn't I, the, know, it right. wasn't the time or the spot for that. That's all. But right. he he had a I little mean, look, bit of a little bit of shine.
2: I mean, I mean, he didn't do no worse than Brock Omos. No, no, exactly. You're right. I mean, like, you know, yeah.
4: So I just think think that,
3: you know, he had a match, you know, he's got a great look. He can cut a promo. He's got a great act with Scarlett. Um, I think that him and Drew didn't click for whatever reason. And Drew always has clicks with everybody he's with. Then they put him in with Ray and they're in their, what, third match or second match. And he got beat already. Uh, I don't know if they're ending it there, if they're going to continue it, you know, and, and I'm OK. You know, it was a surprise because I'm tired of ev- every finish having an interference or a distraction. But uh, I don't know what they're going to do with him. But he's just one good feud away from exploding. He has everything it takes. And you'd have think- to figure him him feuding with Ray is kind of a placeholder right now, because
4: obviously they're going to go to Ray and Dom at Mania unless they think that's too soon. But I would imagine that's what they're going to do.
2: probably lack confidence in the bedroom. We've all had those nights where we get too nervous or we had too much to drink. But there's nothing worse than not being able to put the stick shift in drive when you need the most. Now have no fear. Rex MD is here, spreading cheer even when you have a few too many beers. Perfect. <laughs> so Rex MD is FDA approved and the most trusted leader in men's telehealth. They've sponsored this episode to help you always be prepared. RexMD has made it simple, easy, and cost-effective to help all the men out there last longer and feel more confident in the bedroom. RexMD makes getting generic and branded Viagra Cialis easy. Everything's online, even the prescription, and they deliver delivered discreetly to your door. No waiting rooms, no embarrassing trips to the doctor, no insurance, and no co-pays. Take advantage of the best deal they've offered and save up to 90% and only pay $2 per dosage with the exclusive link rexmd.com slash k100 that's rexmd rexmd.com slash k100 for this limited time deal. So rexmd has made this whole process very simple. There's no need to jump through a bunch of hoops and set up an embarrassing doctor's appointment to get your medication where you're telling them, hey, uh, I'm having problems performing. So with just a few clicks of a button, you can talk to a medical professional, create a personalized plan, and get the products discreetly shipped to your, your door within two days. RexMD doesn't just have ED medication, there's other medications that help sexual health, hair growth, pain relief, and sleeping. They're also here to make sure you save big. Viagra costs around 90 bucks a pill, that's ridiculous, but RexMD has generic Viagra that's just as effective for as low as $2 a pill. And unlike other brands, RexMD is FDA approved, clinically tested, at a US licensed pharmacy. So you'll be getting FDA-approved ED treatments at a 90% cheaper rate than the doctors. That's 90% cheaper. That's ridiculous savings. It's fast, simple, and cheap. And RexMD has already helped over 300,000 guys gain confidence quickly and conveniently, and they're here to help you.
4: And let me just say that th- that is accurate. You know, Viagra and Seattle can be very expensive, even with insurance. So you go to RexMD.com K100, get them for $2 a pill, and I can tell you from personal experience, they work. Just as well, just the same.
2: Yeah, next week we'll also be bringing your wife in here for a testimonial too. Absolutely. Uh, act, act now to take advantage of the best deal yet by heading to RexMD.com/K100. The exclusive deal will save up to 90% off when you only pay $2 per dosage, and starter packs of generic Viagra Cialis are now available to our listeners to get started at RexMD. That's RexMD.com/K100. K100. Yes, yeah. to give the gift of pleasure this holiday season with RexMD. Right. Keep it hard. Boom. Next is from Daniel Piznall, subject to the subpar men's world Rumble match. Hi, guys. I just watched the Rumble and felt there were many spots wasted on guys that were irrelevant and added nothing to the spectacles, specifically Omos, Alpha Academy, Street Profits, and Elias. Where was Riddle, Solo, Matt Cardona, seen as Chelsea was in the women's match? Booker was the only surprise entrant and got a huge pop, too. Yeah. Uh, surely another Texan could have appeared. Maybe JBL would do a spot by helping Corbin uh, who, where were the surprise NXT representatives? And no, New Day shouldn't count as NXT talent when Braun Von Wagner or Joe Gacy could have been featured. Also, Dexter Lumis could have been given a shot. And made a creepy entrance to the crowd from beneath the ring. This match is clearly the most boring and lackluster Men's Rumble. Not a great first impression if this was solely Triple H's responsibility. Thoughts? Um, I, it was just strictly this was just designed because I, I don't think it looks like The Rock is going to be performing at WrestleMania this year, and they had to give Cody the spot. Which is what I heard. He was just cleared the day of the show. Did you hear that?
3: No. Yeah,
2: it's kind of weird. Um, <clears throat> next is from Victor Broughton and the subject is Caring Cross. First, thanks for the great podcast. Good stuff. Conan, sending you all the good vibes and good karma I got. Now, my question: I beg you, Disco. Can you call Karen Cross and tell him to get call Manscaped to get an electric razor so he can shave his damn head? He looks less menacing. He looks like he drinks double Red Bull and vodkas every Tuesday night at Hooters. <laughs> thanks, and that's from Leader the the Shark Foundation Vigo Eight. Whoever that means. Uh, okay. I, I, yeah. I, I honestly, I think he should cut his hair too. I don't know why he's letting his hair grow. He looks, he does look better with the with the with the shaved head.
3: Bro, I've been saying that for you know for a long time.
2: Yeah. Next is from some Ganda Chanko. I think sub- he's
3: gonna let it out, by the way.
2: Yeah. Next is from some Ganda Chanko, and the subject is becoming a top guy. Good day, K one hundred crew. This question is mainly for Conan, but I like to hear Disco's take as well. I've been watching NXT, and I'm extremely impressed with Braun Breaker. I think he's got to replace Roman as the face of WWE. But you also have Theory, who's a great heel, jacked, good-looking, and can work. MGF is a great talker, but he's working on his body and is very good in the ring, too, and he may end up in WWE as well. Why don't you guys think the different, different? what differentiates a main event guy from the top guy just beyond their ability? Is it their leadership, marketability with casual fans, doing talk shows, etc.? ticket in the back. I think all three guys are great, but the company can only hitch a wagon to one guy, so I wonder what intangible qualities would separate them. Um, it's being able to go on interviews... Outside of the wrestling bubble and go on shows and talk about other things besides professional wrestling, which is what you know these guys do when they go on, co- uh, you know, uh, Jimmy Kimmel. You know, Roman was on the other day, and so you know, you got to be able to go outside the box and be interesting on those shows to to be the top guy. What, what do you think? I
3: don't know. I just think that you don't you don't have to be one top guy. Maybe it be you're referring to who's the world champion. That's one thing, but like in AAA. To me, we have various top guys, and the way that i that i um that I qu- qualify that is if they're draws you right. know, and so like we have guys that are draws, and those to me are top guys, you know what I'm saying right so you don't only need one um right. that's just all i w- I would say about that
2: uh next is from Jonathan Boyd the some of his heat seekers. Hello again everyone um uh Hello again, everyone. While watching SmackDown and seeing Lacey Evans get major heat by going to high five a kid with Down syndrome and then pulling away, then seeing all the other loser orcs online complain about it, it made me wonder who was the biggest heat seeker, uh, drew the most heat that y'all have personally worked with or have seen before. Personally, I remember Sergeant Slaughtering turned Iraqi sympathizer getting nuclear heat to the point that my friend's mother didn't allow us to watch the 91 Rumble (laughs) after he won the Bell from Warrior. She kicked everyone out of the house because she was so disgusted. That to me is good heat. Uh, Thanks again for the podcast. Um, uh, and please continue to use the regularly correct Billy body. who is the most accurate news and sports picks going also to defend him. Sasha crap is completely fraudulent. Ticketmaster has limited first run tickets, but you can find tickets to new Japan plentifully on third party resellers. I'm link here to show that it's not sold out. Interesting.
4: Well, I mean, that's a ticket reseller. That's like saying WrestleMania, well, yeah, but WrestleMania okay, but, you know, here, is sold out, uh, but then people okay, sell their tickets on uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. or whatever. Yeah, you know. but,
2: but that's, that's the issue with we'll, would we'll, we'll calling, I think, a sellout.
4: Well, always. Okay, if, if yeah.
2: tickets are available to be bought by secondary sellers, the, the people aren't sitting in the chairs yet. The oh, ticket, yeah. like, you have to sell seats. Yeah. Right? So if the seats are not all sold, that's not a sellout. You know what i Because there's no, you don't have people buying tickets to go sit in the seats yet.
4: We you are having them the buy booth, them to right. resell them.
2: Right, exactly. Right. So that's, right. yeah, so that's, so I would say he's correct on that, so. Uh, but Billy is credible. People want to pick a story if, if he's wrong about one thing and make it sound like he's, bro, all these guys are wrong about things. That, that's right. The rest in content. First of all, none of these, a lot of these guys are double sourcing stories. They're just basically giving you rumors, but Billy's been very credible. And, like, bro, he said that Brock West, when they were talking about Brock and Walter, he said that, that, that he was going to uh, cost Bobby Lashley the, the U.S. title. I go with him, and that was accurate. So I was like, he's been, he's been an outlier a lot of this stuff. has been, been absolutely correct. He was the only guy that was saying publicly, that was, was on record as saying, Vince is going to wrestle at WrestleMania. And then he wrestled against Pat McAfee. So nobody else is supporting that. So I was like, you know, so I'm not saying I, that. I don't, I'm not a fan of wrestling content like all these people, like, you know, all the stories. If you like to read all the stuff and everything and see it, I'm not a fan of that. But I, if there's a big story, fine. I, I want to hear it. What do you, uh, you got any comment, Conan, about – oh, by the way, Heat – let me give you uh, heat um, to me, like the, the like, uh, let me see. Sergeant Slaughter was excellent heat. Yeah, that was, um, what's the most heat you've seen Conan? You were in Florida when Kevin Sullivan was doing the Satan worship stuff, right? How, what type of heat was that?
3: Uh, yeah, but I wasn't, I wasn't going to the shows. Um, right. Uh, there was really good heat. Like, um, there was this guy called pack song, When Mm -hmm. he went against Dusty Rhodes, that was incredible heat. Abdullah the Butcher, when he went to to, uh, Miami, had incredible heat. Um, Jake the Snake, when he did his feud with me in Mexico, was ridiculous heat, dude. Right? I bet you uh, you in Puerto Rico. That was ridiculous heat.
2: I got good heat at Impact.
3: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Joe, it, was that the, was that the when you went to
2: so the, the at the ECW arena? How would yeah. you? You were a big ECW fan. Yeah. How would you rate the heat that I had in that arena to, to people of the past?
4: Top ten I've ever seen in that building. Really? Yeah. Interesting. People were not not happy with you. Not at all.
2: <laughs> that's from that's for all the people that are online that follow Fightful and stuff thing. Like they they all showed up to yell at me. So
4: oh yeah.
6: Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: Conan, I have a question for you.
3: What it do? Boom.
6: Have you been taking your Athletic
3: Greens? You know it. Love it.
2: Yeah. You you, you
3: recommended that to me.
2: Yeah, absolutely. uh, Because Athletic Greens, AG1, I take every day.
3: He was taking it before... They came on board for us to promote them. But right, ahead.
2: because the thing is, you know, I want better gut health. You right. know, for my digestion, because I'm on a you know weird diet like the keto diet. I don't sometimes get enough carbs as I as I need. So right. I like I like it for the gut health and it gives you sustained energy. You know, in, immune support. Uh, and I hated taking the you know, I, I bro. I had a, like nine bottles of vitamins.
3: That's my favorite part.
2: Yeah, constantly having to un, you know, screw the vitamins on and t- taking like nine vitamins at a time, or like you know two, two times during the day. But like, but you know, with AG One, it's great. You just mix it with water, or you know, you can you can put in juice too. Right. I like to take it because I do intermittent fasting. I like to take it after my workout, so I'll go drink my drink my AG One, and I'll uh, you know maybe take a protein shake or go eat, eat my meal. And the thing about it, it's it's you know. It's great for recovery, you know, it empowers the whole, you know, the gut for the whole body. If, if your gut is in good shape and good health, that affects your whole body, you know, your uh, alertness, you know, everything. And right. the athletes love this stuff, and it's uh, so much more than just a powder. It's literally all of your key health products in one, you know, and it's got 75 high-quality ingredients, and so you get the daily nutrients that you need – and it's a micro habit that delivers macro benefits, and it helps almost everybody take care of their health every single day. Right. So, if you want, you know, I just I swear by this stuff, right? Because it's so much simplicity, and it and it works, right? Uh, and it's also just costs less than three dollars a day. That's a really good price, if you ask me. And if a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, then Athletic Greens is giving you a free one year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. So go to athleticgreens.com slash Conan. That's athleticgreens, A-T-H-L-E-T-I-C-G-R-E-E-N-S.com slash K-O-N-N-A-N. And check it out. Less than $3 a day and a free one-year supply of vitamin E and five free travel packs.
3: Bro, here's the best part of it, too. We all need, like, we all know that we need vitamins and, uh, and, and this thing is rich in antioxidants, vitamins, minerals. But we also know we need fresh fruits and vegetables. A lot of time it's hard, you know, you got to cut them and you got to go to the store and buy them and hope that they don't go bad. Bro, you save all of that by taking this. This is, this is excellent. We highly recommend it. Disco, as I stated, and Joe was using it before they came on board. You know, we all use it. We all swear by it, and it saves you time. It saves you money. You don't got to, like as Disco said before, you don't got to take a bunch of pills. This has everything you need to keep you in shape because really that's the MO of our show, wellness, keeping you in shape. Get all your minerals and vitamins at Athletic Greens. Boom. Uh,
2: Next is from John Roddy, and
3: the subject is buff.
2: The legendary Buff Bagwell was a guest on Eric Bischoff's 83, 83, 83 weeks last week, and he sounded fantastic. It seems to have finally kicked all his addiction issues, and as is a longtime wrestling fan, it was awesome to hear him sound so clear-headed. The reason why I'm writing this is that during the interview, Buff said his main goal is to get back into the wrestling ring, and that's aiming for a Royal Rumble and a WrestleMania appearance. Now, we never deny wrestlers' chance to make money from the wrestling business, but this is really a wise move by Buff. He just got kicked a longtime booze and drug habit that was enhanced by injuries that he got during his wrestling career why risk especially his age getting hurt all over again um p.s why is billy interviewing ray mysterio i'm not watching that shit it should be conan and disco interview ray mysterio not some asshole that we all hate um john roddy it's his kid austin asking ray mysterio questions which is a news uh which is actually very entertaining if you would go check it out because austin knows more about wrestling than 95 percent of the fantasy
3: well life. here's the thing that i've always said billy's Gotten so many people pissed off by the way he interacts with them online and we've told them about it and he doesn't want to change, that's on him. But um that it's like anything else. When you don't like somebody, no matter they can never do no right. And when you like somebody, they can never do no wrong. You right. know what I'm saying? So yeah. Yeah. Uh next is from John P. Well, wait, wait, I'm sorry, but the buff thing, what do you think about, about him? Yeah, you know, trying
4: to come back for he, a rumble he, or something. I, I
2: would I would not doubt if he's in next year's Rumble. If he gets back in shape and stuff, because Paige has a good relationship with those guys and stuff and everything, so he vouch for him and maybe get him back in there. You know, be they cool. they could do that. I I I wouldn't doubt that. Next is from John Paz. Is this John Paz? John That's P. Pozzarowski?
4: The John Paz.
2: Okay. Subject: NJPW Battle in the Valley sellout. Hey Conan Di and Feeney, what does Billy have against Sasha Banks, aka Mercedes M- Monet? He said the show wasn't sold out. Looks like New Japan in the Valley is a sellout. He said she's not hot. Was he smoking a rain tobacco? She's definitely hot. Um, uh, basically, so the tickets are all sold. The tickets are all sold out. For We just discussed this. Yeah. The tickets are sold up. but if secondary sellers have it, it's like they haven't sold the seats yet. So that it's just your, your take of what a sellout is and what isn't. If, if all the secondary tickets are sold to people, and then the secondary ticket sales are not – Bro, if you could go find tickets for this, it's not sold out. If you're going secondary to ticket sales, it's there, and technically speaking – that, okay, the, the secondary markets have bought the tickets. Now they're selling them. Right. So you can say it's a sellout. If they bought all the tickets that we're going to sell them, it's like, okay, but it's fine. But until they sell all the
3: tickets, it's not a sellout. Yeah, it's like yet. what happened, right. Joe. Remember when we did that that <clears throat> talk in Las Vegas mm-hmm. that you were not prepared for, that one? And, <laughs> that one. And all those people bought tickets, but some of them didn't show up. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> because they were stuck in other shows. hmm Yeah. Yeah. No. So but that, just, if
4: that's the case, then it would be like saying, you know, WrestleMania no, didn't sell out a because the
3: person just the yeah.
2: person bought the as tickets long as didn't it's bought yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. But if if I buy forty tickets and I want to sell them to people and I can only sell back twenty of them, there's going to be twenty empty seats, and I'm stuck with the the tickets are bought, but the seats are going to be empty. So this, the only way you're going to know what this show is a sellout is on the day of the show, look at the crowd, and see if all the seats are filled. That's that's how that's how you'll know. So. That's common sense. I love that, that this is
4: like the sixth email on that New Japan. Yeah, that well, that's because we made, no,
2: no, no. You know why? Because we put it because we put it up on a YouTube clip. Yeah, 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 that, mm-hmm. yeah that's why. So people mm-hmm. are probably commenting because because a lot of people don't, a lot of people just listen to the YouTube clips of our show. They, they mm-hmm. don't listen yeah, to they the do. show. We want you. We, we'd, we'd invite you to listen to the show mm-hmm. because there's a lot more stuff, and that's only sound bites and different you know different clips. So, uh, oh, this is an interesting one. Uh, Tommy Herman, somebody's power slap. What up, Di and Co. Uh, greetings from Tel Aviv, from Tel Aviv town. Interesting. What's your opinion on Dana White's slap power slap league? Do you think this is something that could become mainstream? In a way, it's like the Japanese fighting spirit spot over and over again. How would a slap duel between DI and Joe end? Hmm. Keep up the good work in this T-Bone McFlanagan. Boom. Um, I think power slap's atrocious, dude. It's horrible. These guys are getting concussed and stuff. It's stupid. What, what, do you, what do you think of that show? I think it's ridiculous. I, I think can't it's funny the when TV. they
3: slap the guy and he, get, and he gets knocked out. That's funny to me. You think that's funny? Yeah. I think that's kind of horrible. Yeah, and, um, but it's not something – I don't know. I might look at it just out of curiosity and the morbidness of it, right. but it's not something that I think I would be following
4: what do you think about Dana's defense of it, though? Where he would say, like, "Hey, these guys are only getting hit maybe once or
3: three or four times, and boxers are getting hit a hundred times, hundreds of that's
4: times." That's not a, fight. a good defense. You know? Yeah, no, that's good that's good. what he's going with. Yeah,
3: because these guys—some some of these guys—are three hundred pounds, and they're fucking smacking you upside the force. head. Yeah, fuck that, and and guys are getting knocked out. I've seen that.
4: Mm-hmm. I never liked it before when it was you know you'd see videos come over from Europe or whatever. I'm like, let's you know. I mean, it's it's entertaining the first few times, but. And you go, okay, that's what else is there?
2: Next is some Ryan Damone, and the subject is MJF Blue Eyes comment. What the F? Does MJF get away with things because he pulls his Jewish card? The media's mostly Jewish. That's stating, not hating. <laughs> Jesus Christ. His latest promo on Daniel Bryan having blue eyes was so unacceptable is that as a practicing Jew, I was offended. Comparing anyone to Hitler is messed up, and that's from Ryan. Well, that's what MJF does, Ryan. He offends people. So, you know, if you're offended, then he did his job, I guess. Uh, Conan, what do you think about
3: it? I don't know what he's talking about, but. Yeah, so I can't really He made comment. a comment
2: about Blue Eyes basically saying that, that that Daniel Bryan was kind of like a Nazi and looking at him as like a Jew.
3: Yeah, I'm okay with uh, that.
2: All right. Next is from Steve Coves. This is an interesting question. Is Joe a serial killer? Hello, K100. Hope all is good. After listening to The Raven Effect this week, I have serious concerns that Joe is really a serial killer. True Crime was brought up and turned into how they would kill somebody. Joe seems to target females. He became angry with the thought of killing a man. Conan and Disco do you believe that Joe is a serial killer targeting women. Conan, I'm interested in one of these signed action figures. Let me know how I can purchase one. Best wishes on your new search for New Kidney Conan. Lastly, woman of the Philadelphia area, beware! LMAO. Thanks, guys. Steve Coase. Joe, are you tar- Would you target <laughs> women if you were a serial killer?
4: I was joking on the show. We were talking about how to get away with murder, and uh, Raven kept saying, "Well, that would work on a man too." And I kept, I would, I would say, "No men, no men, just women. Only women could be killed." So I was. Is that Joe? He really
3: wishes so. he was a woman. That's why. That could
4: be it. But uh. No, I read a lot about true crime and stuff. Just because I read a lot doesn't mean I'm a serial killer.
3: Well, I don't know about that. Doesn't mean I'm not.
6: With the Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
3: This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky.
6: Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: Conan. What it do. End the old year with a new you and close it. It'll give you the confidence to tackle those 2023 resolutions. Thanks to our new sponsor, True Classic. You'll have everything you need to hit the gym, take it slow, or treat yourself to something nice. Let's get snatched in 2023. And daddies, I'm talking to you. True Classic has already helped over 2 million men, look great in their t's and now you can say big while you do so for a limited time only get 25 off with the code k100 at TrueClassic.com. true classic will make you feel your best by accentuating the places that the eyes go to first which is your your body and have you thought about upgrading your shirts almost all men's t-shirts are designed to look good to certain body types that's why true classics team designed t-shirts to make the fellas of all sizes out there feel confident in their clothing These tees taper off towards the bottom, but they fit tighter around the chest and shoulders. There's a desirable look to be achieved by every single body type. They give you the wide shoulder and tapered bottom look that we're all looking for, and the quality of the t-shirts are elite. From going to the gym to your first date, there's no better look than a fresh tee. I wear t-shirts all the time. And True Classic offers other men's wear as well. The True Classic Active Wear line makes physical features more flattering, and their fabrics are engineered for high-intensity workouts. i pair an active shirt with their fleece or quick-dry shorts or a pair of their comfy joggers. They also just release new button-downs and chinos, which are perfect for a nice night out. And you can never go wrong with their classic comfort collection of ultra-soft tees, briefs, hoodies, and much more. And you know me, I'm a big hoodie guy. They have a pack builder on their side where you can customize the bundle you want and save even more. And for my big fellas out there, they have long options for the tall guys and up to triple XL. Now, True Classic also has a 100% risk-free guarantee with a 30-day return policy. That's great for you. The response to these tees are overwhelmingly positive, with over 200,000 five-star reviews. It's no wonder these t-shirts are quickly becoming men's go-to. So, dad bods, we got you covered. Rip bods, you know it. Your average Joe, that's you. Yes, sir. Get 25% off at TrueClassic.com with the code K100. That's 25% off with the code K100, plus free shipping on purchases over $100. New year, new me, and new tees, thanks to True Classic at dot com.
3: Bro, these are great. They're comfortable. You know, and like he said, they come in so many different styles. The one that I got, they have polos. They have v-necks. They have long sleeves. They got, you know what a Henley shirt is, uh, D-I? Oh, Henley shirt? Yeah. No. Those are the ones that have no collar, and they're kind of round, and they have buttons right here. And they have different colors. Very, very comfortable. And, you know, it does a real good job of accentuating your upper body. They're very, very comfortable, you know, and I highly recommend it. So, uh, you know, get your attire on at um, True Classic Tees. Boom.
2: Next one's from... um... So you we only got about six, seven left here. making good time today. Next is from Louis Rice, some of his wrestling influences. Conan Disco, who's some of your favorite wrestlers before you got in the business and why? You can
3: answer first, Conan. Before I got into the business, I liked, well, There's some guys you've probably never heard of. But I used to like from the L.A. area, from the Olympic Auditorium, you know, Black Gorman and Goliath. Right. Uh, um, John Tolis. Right. Uh, Freddie Blassie. Uh, classic du- Dusty Rhodes, uh, mm-hmm. the Chic, uh, superstar Billy Graham, the Briscoes, the Funks. Those are like some of the guys before I got into the business that I liked.
2: I got minor Piper Flair, Dusty, uh, Macho, Honky Tonk. Sure. Yeah, hockey tonk man. I like, you know, I like, you know, I liked all the flamboyant characters. So, yeah, yeah, Piper for sure. Piper my was probably my number one favorite. Yeah, <laughs> I think Piper was my number one favorite. But because, bro, if you can go back and you see the amount of time that wrestlers have to put in to get themselves over, like in promos and stuff, and everything, bro, Piper's pit was two minutes every week. That's it. Mate. And Piper got the most out of, like Piper never filled his airtime. He filled it better than any character in the history of professional wrestling if he had a promo, it was always great. It's just like you know, he's just a fan, you know. He had a Piper's pitter was always great. He's, the guy was just incredible. Next is from John Santos, and the subject is Conan Disco in the WWE. Hey, my guys, I hope all is well. Conan, I wish you nothing but great health. Happy to hear you're doing a lot better. I was born in '95, so growing up, I never watched Conan and Di and WCW. Only watched old footage. In my opinion, it's a shame Conan and Disco never made it to the WWE after Vince bought WCW. I can only imagine what could have been. My questions are for Conan and Disco. <laughs> Who in the WWE at the time would y'all have loved to work with? And any storylines y'all envisioned when WCW got bought? I can only imagine the bangers that Conan could have had with guys like Eddie The Rock, Austin, and disco managing Chuck and Billy. Also, disco is a true the back of the day. After Conan and Hoven would have great matches, they'd be in the back drinking Joe, Jose Cuervo, and dancing b- bachata. What's bachata?
3: That's the, the, the music from the Dominican Republic.
2: Should I suspend this guy for trying to be funny? Yes. Yeah, you're suspended for a week, John Santos. That's
3: John Santos.
2: Yeah, um, uh, I'd love to work with. I'd love to work with Kurt Angle someday. Is what I would have, who I would have loved to work with. Because I worked with Eddie and The Rock, of course. You know, Rock, Rock Austin, and, and Kurt Angle are like three guys I would always would have loved to work with. But I never, you know, I never got to. But. but I worked with Eddie, worked with Flair. You know, worked with Randy Savage. I've worked with a lot of other greats. So,
3: what about you, Conan? There's nobody in particular. I just would. I I would always whoever I worked with I just try to do the best I could as far as promos and coming up with hot spots during the match.
2: When did we start? When did you start doing the the spot in the match where you take your shoe off and throw it at me? Was that with me or did did you do, did you do that with somebody else first? I don't know where I started that, but I think yeah. it might have been with me. That was a funny yeah.
3: spot. Yeah,
2: Conan would shoot me. Joe would shoot me the turnbuckle and take his shoe off and throw it at me.
3: Right, which would get a big pop. <laughs> it
2: would always get a pop. <laughs> uh, next is from Ashdav89 and the subject is Misfits in WCW thanks for taking my question enjoy hearing stories from WCW days in 1999 the band Misfits won WCW for a few months did Disco and Conan have any angles or interactions with them how were they to deal with and were they actually fans of wrestling uh, the only one I really knew was Jerry Only which I thought was a funny name because me and Booker me and Stevie Ray always used to laugh at that name Jerry Only because uh, he was cool they were like nice guys definitely out of place you know, they weren't really, like, tough guys. <laughs> and they kind of they'd put Jerry only out there to work, and he'd get the chipping out of him, and he'd come back and be all happy and thank you and stuff. Like, they were cool, but they, they were just a kind of, like, did their own thing, you know?
3: Uh, well, what would you think, Conan, about the mysteries? Yeah, that wasn't my type of music or my type of scene, so I really didn't hang out with them, but they were very polite and professional.
2: Very polite and professional. And everybody's been to the, the, the ICP. Very polite yeah. and professional backstage when right. they came back to you know work with the so. stuff. Uh, next is from Dale Fortunio, and the subject is Dusty's later years. What's going on, gang? I've started, did we ever have one of the ICP guys on the show? We had an ICP guy on the show once, right?
4: You, you guys had him on way back early on when he right? was on, yeah.
2: Right, right, right. Uh, what's going on, gang? I've started investing more time into watching some historic footage of Dusty in the 80s. After talking about John Rezzi and the impact Dusty had in the business, I wanted to learn a little more about how times were back then. Something that all wrestling fans should do, but that's another story. My question is, what things in the business do you see on both AEW and WWE that Dusty had his influence on, aside from his children? I'm sure being with him in a creative atmosphere is an incredible experience in so many ways at WCW. Bonus question. What was your immediate reaction hearing about Blacktop Bully and Dusted Rhodes having a match in a moving truck? Uh, I don't remember that, to be honest. Yeah,
4: it was a tractor trailer. They fought, and the tractor trailer was driving, and they wrestled in the back. That was something. But uh, yeah. Dusty's inf- – I mean, you guys obviously have answers, but Dusty's influence on AEW and WWE – they both use fucking war games, and that was Dusty's invention. Everybody yeah. loves goddamn war games. So.
3: Right. What did you think, Cody? I don't know. The dusty finish was another one of his inventions. I don't know what else his influence is. Just, you know, he's one of the most – he was like my idol when I was a kid and one of the most greatest talkers in the history of the sport and right. entertainers.
2: Yeah. Right. Like he's in the conversation for the Mount Rushmore of
3: professional wrestling. Yes. Yeah.
6: With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
2: Peter Bahi, and the subject is Dirt Sheets Exposed. Hi, Disco and Conan. First off, I wanted to thank you both for making my childhood awesome. Thank you for making my current life awesome. The question I have is about the appeal to dirt sheet writers. Disco and Conan, this question is for both of you since you're both pro wrestlers. What appeal is there about dirt cheap writers that pro wrestlers find the need to share private information with? This is like Adam Scheffler or Woj collecting information from general managers. This is about a young ego maniac like Sean Ross Sapp who brag about receiving such private information and make you feel like you are, less than, you are less than on social media every chance they get. Don't wrestlers see the ego in this guy? Do wrestlers get paid to share this information? I don't get it. Thanks and keep up the amazing work, Peter By. That is true. Sean Ross Sapp like makes a point to say, I, like I, I talked to a WWE top guy. That's right. like what he said. You know, it's like, come on. And I, and I'm and I'm trying to be relevant, right? <laughs> so um I don't know. The f- fans like it's just like any other news. If people want news and gossip, these guys deliver it. That's why I don't really take in a lot of consideration a lot of what they say they 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 deliver gossip and they try to make it sound like they, you know, they're, they're more experts just because they got a lot of gossip. And I I I would wholeheartedly disagree with that,
4: you know. Plus, I would so. imagine guys would contact dirt sheet guys because they want their perspective shared a little bit more. Maybe they want to hurt someone else. That's they don't like backstage shit like right. that, you know, share dirt.
2: Right. All right. Next one. from Dave Johnson, the subject is people stop crying. Hey, K 100 crew I guess I'm in the minority, but I actually like the Billy body segments. Every dirt sheet guy is sometimes go. wrong. Who cares? Disco, please stop cutting Billy off about things that you don't care about. <laughs> it is a wrestling podcast. Most people are not listening for your opinion on soccer in Europe. Stick to wrestling because you guys are the – and he puts his blank there. Dave, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to suspend you even though but, I like you. you. You put over Billy here, but you buried me, so you're going to get a suspension for one
4: And he didn't complete back. his thoughts either. He
2: didn't complete your thoughts. He you was an incomplete <laughs> sentence there at the end. Um. Uh. Yeah, well, I'd, I'd, I'll, I'll be honest with you. Sometimes I do cut Billy – Billy, I don't know if you listen to every Billy segment. We've told Billy this in the past, but sometimes he does get long-winded. Would you agree with that, Conan? Yep. Yeah, so sometimes I do cut him off because, like, here's – if you hear me cutting Billy off in a segment, bro, you guys got to understand. When we – we usually record either Monday or Tuesday or both. Mm-hmm. We record Wednesday. We record Thursday. And Thursday is the last day we record.
4: And sometimes So Friday.
2: Thursday, we kind of want to get things done. We yeah. don't want to do another, like, you know. So, so sometimes if you – our Thursday is usually the AEW review and our conversation with Billy and our outro, right?
3: And we don't now, usually you, have the same energy as we have at the beginning exactly. of the week. Exactly.
2: Right, so sometimes I do get like you know, if Billy's on, he's got a long story. I'll, I'll cut him off because you know we we've been recording a lot. He hasn't, you know, so that, right. that's yeah. that's you got to understand. So. And even
4: though the main show that you hear can be t- two hours to two and a half, we've had some no, big no, three hour ones recently. Shit. We record eight, eight to eight to ten hours, man. If we do five five he's, days, right. we've done sometimes, you know, so yeah.
2: Next is from IB Exclusive, and the subject is too much travel. This made me laugh. Was this all supposed to be a weird type of flex to the marks that these guys get to go to the shows for free? Uh, this goes first quote tweet of Sean Ross. Say, oh, so I tweeted this. So I picked on Shap. I thought this was funny. Um, he, he quoted, he tweeted, I don't know how wrestlers do it. I, I'm, I've traveled for one week to what you call am What was the quote, Joe? I'm cooked. I'm cooked. So I just quoted Sweden. and put a quote. I don't know how wrestlers do it. Unquote is among the many things you don't know about this business. Just, <laughs> I, 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 I haven't tweeted this guy forever. He thinks I'm trying to clout chase. I, I just thought that was a funny tweet that he made. Right. right. Um, so I guess a second to tw- Oh, I don't know how wrestlers do it. When we travel and cooked. That was his tweet. Yeah.
4: Let me see
2: here. Yeah, but I can't see because he blocks me. So I can't. This guy's tweeting this stuff. I can't. I can't read
4: this. So what he's saying is uh, underneath, there's a guy that responded. That's a travel or sorry, a news anchor for Cincinnati. uh, He's a Bengals contributor for Sirius and a contributor to wrestling dirt sheet sites. And his profile picture is him with his arm around Becky Lynch. And he tweeted, I feel like I get sick after every single trip. I've been in bed all day. And Sean responded, "Ugh, I'm sorry and you go and uh chad says, goes, yeah, what, what is what going is, on yeah, yeah can these
2: kids handle this kind of access your pal, chad, bro i don't know I, I i think it's funny you know these guys are like a lot of these dirt guys are just very sensitive and i don't know i mean basically if you spend your life in your mom's basement you know when you get out it's kind of taxing on you i guess i don't know bright, um right out there but that's been our mailbag